0: Happy weekend and welcome into another episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. In this episode, I will be joined by a special guest, Mark Trunk. Mark, welcome into the show. Thanks for joining me.
1: Yep, thanks, Adam. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah, uh, and in this episode, we will be doing a preview of the divisional NFL games on Saturday. And then uh, also, another episode will be coming out after uh, this episode is posted uh, for my podcast uh, on, my, on my episode log where we do a preview for the Sunday game. So we're going to divide them up into two so that way it's kind of uh, more concise. And, uh, you know, you get two uh, an episode and then you get two another episode. Uh, so break it up that way. But without further ado, uh, we're getting right into it. So. Going over the games uh, for Saturday. So the Packers will host the Rams in the divisional round on the NFC side as as far as one of the two games on the NFC side uh, for the weekend. And it will be at 3.35 p.m. Central Time. And it will be televised on Fox the rankings as far as going into this game for both teams. So offensively, the Packers are 5th in total yards, ninth in t- passing yards, 8th in rushing yards. Points, they're 1st. 3rd down percentage, they're 2nd. And then on the flip side for the Rams, Rams offensively, 15th total yards. Passing yards, 13th. Rushing yards, 10th. Points, tied for 22nd and third down percentage 12th and then for de- defense for both teams uh the Packers eighth total yards passing yards seventh rushing yards tied for 13th points tied for 13th third down percentage tied for 10th and then for the Rams they are top three in all of those categories those five categories total yards passing yards rushing yards points and third down percentage so the headlines heading into this one uh, are the matchup between Devontae Adams against Jalen Ramsey, although there will be times where I'm sure that they won't be covering each other always because of sometimes they like to, to, to slide the, the coverage and, and everything else and, and bunch the receivers and, and kind of uh, play the matchups with that. But there will be times where uh, both will be uh, covering each other And uh, it's probably, arguably, the number one receiver, Devontae Adams, against arguably the number one corner uh, or one of the best corners in the game. I mean, Jair Alexander for Green Bay will have something to say about that as far as he's very good, too. But Jalen Ramsey uh, is definitely uh, one of the premier players defensively. And then Aaron Donald, uh, too, in his own right, is very good as well. Uh, He's battling an injury, but it sounds like he'll be able to go. It sounds like uh, from ESPN and all the media outlets out there, it sounds like he's going to get a injection into his you know where his injury is. I believe it's a rib injury, so they're going to try and and do that to uh, hopefully tie Donald Over uh, for the whole game. Uh, although it will be cold in Green Bay as it is uh, this time of year with Wisconsin weather, so we'll have to see as far as how the weather will affect that affect that and also. Uh, the Packers kind of strategy, are they going to go after him right away and kind of test it out, see how the rib uh, injury holds up, or uh, what are they going to kind of do uh, as far as that goes. Uh, So that will be interesting to see. And then uh, the coaching chess match between two offensive-minded head coaches, Sean McVay and Matt Lafleur. obviously they have uh, coaching ties as far as being on the same staff previously in their coaching careers, so it'd be interesting to see that and in their media availability i'm uh, at i'm paraphrasing here but he basically said that you know he 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 loves sean mcveigh kind of like a brother and you know they have tremendous respect for each other uh, although this weekend obviously they play each other head to head so uh for this weekend uh, as LaFour put it uh quote the 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 gloves will, will come out, so to speak, and they, they will they will battle it out to, to see who uh, wins the game. So the Packers, the number one seed in the NFC, and they're coming off a bye as far as first round bye. The Rams beat Seattle uh, to get to this point. Uh, so they're also playing, I covered the, a little bit of the defensive injuries for the for the Rams, but also offensively, it's been well documented, Jared Goff. Uh, has a banged up thumb, so we'll have to see how that plays out as far as that goes. John Wolford is out, uh, one of their backup quarterbacks. Blake Bortles, I believe, is the other one, so he'll be active. And who knows if Jared Goff doesn't show it right away. They might have to make a change. I don't know how long the leash will be for Goff, if he's just going to be the starter all game, or if they're going to have to kind of play it by ear as far as it's the playoffs. Uh not really going to mess around as far as if golf is struggling then they have to kind of maybe change something up but we'll see time will tell on that but mark i'll uh, bring you in and you can give your thoughts on when the packers have the ball and then also when the rams have the ball and then we will get down to uh our bold predictions for the game and our prediction for who's going to win in our score and then we'll move on to the next game on saturday Around uh, round this episode of my podcast. And then if you want to throw in anything else that uh, kind of intrigues you uh, for both matchups, but we'll start with this matchup. Uh, you can as well.
1: Yeah, so there's a couple things, a lot of things that are interesting about this matchup. First, the familiarity with McVay and, and the floor. I mean, they both have run very similar offensive systems. And uh, it'll be interesting to see you know, if, if uh, how prepared these guys are on both sides of the ball, maybe what they're telling their defensive coordinators to look out for. A couple of important things for the Packers. So they're undefeated when they have not turned the ball over this year. So that's going to be important for them to keep the ball away from you know, any fumbles from their defensive line. And the Rams have a really aggressive secondary, so Rodgers will, will have to be careful with the ball, which he usually is. So hopefully they don't turn the ball over. Rams do have one of the best quarterback pressure units in the NFL, not just Aaron Donald, but also Leonard Floyd and, and, other guys. And Brandon Staley, their defensive coordinator is usually really good at dying up good blitzes. The Packers have been good at protecting Rodgers this year. We haven't seen them without Bakhtiari for, for too many games. So hopefully that's not a big issue. And then like you're saying, Adam, uh, Jalen Ramsey versus Devontae Adams is the headliner matchup. They're probably the best at their positions this year. I think LaFleur will try to move Devontae around and you know maybe run some pick plays for him or um, some motions and just try to, you know, not not make it a one on one match of the whole game and try to try to get Devontae and other people. I was seeing the weather, there might be like ten to twenty men hour wins, so Hopefully that doesn't affect the downfield passing game as much because that did affect the Packers earlier this year when they played the Vikings. Uh, Packers have been really good in the red zone this year and minimizing turnovers, so that always helps when you're going up against a great defense like the Rams. I really think they should try to get Aaron Jones going in the run game and pass game to take the pressure off Rodgers and Devontae. It would be nice to see Lafleur maybe use him in the screen game or get Aaron Jones flexed out and get him on some linebackers and safeties and really make the Rams have to cover the whole field. And kind of like you were saying earlier, the Rams do have some injuries. So Aaron, Aaron Donald is dealing with torn cartilage in his ribs. So you gotta, you gotta think that, that he might get the, the ribs might get more injured during the game, depending on, you know, what's all going on between him and the offensive lineman. So it'll be interesting to see how much he plays. It'll be interesting to see what Brandon Staley does based on the pressure unit. Uh, so the front seven, if he can get there with four, then that'll probably give the Packers problems. And then he can drop more guys deep and uh, try to take away the deep shots from MVS and all that. But if they're not getting there, then he's going to have to be more aggressive and that works in the Packers favor because Rogers is usually pretty good against the blitz. And I wouldn't be surprised if Lafleur uses Jamal Williams and Mercedes Lewis. A lot in this game to help as far as pass blocking because they're two of the better blockers and you don't know exactly how Billy Turner is going to hold up against some of these edge rushers so we'll see what happens and then kind of like usual with the Packers you know which what other Packers receivers going to step up obviously Devontae's got a tough matchup this week going against Jan Ramsey I think Lazard or I think 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 Alan Lazard and Robert Tani will be pretty good candidates if Rodgers has to take The underneath routes and things like that, the Rams usually like to play with their safeties deeper. So we'll have to see what happens with that. But um, that's pretty much what I think on the offensive side. And then when the Rams have the ball, so like you are saying, Jared Goff is going to be starting. Um, He's still recovering from that thumb injury. He wasn't super effective last week against the Seahawks, just 9 of 19. He did have a couple long passes, but there were some throws where you could tell I think the thumb injury affected him, so we'll see what happens this week with the colder weather. Cam Akers has definitely been a huge boost from the Rams the last few weeks. He will, McVay is probably going to try to get him at least 20 carries. And McVay also, like LeFleur, he really likes to use play action a lot to set up long passes and even even like shorter quick passes to tight ends. So hopefully the Packers will be able to hold up in the run game. I think the Packers should be able to get to Goff as far as the defensive line with Zedarius and Preston and then Rashaun Gary. Um, I think especially up in the middle of the line, it seems like the Rams are a little bit weaker. And I think Sax Harrison, it will be great to see him with two more weeks of rest and practice with the team. He should be playing more snaps and hopefully clogging up the run. It'll be nice to have all the in, the linebackers healthy. They've kind of been in and out of the lineup with Kirksey and Chris Barnes being injured this year. So Mike Penton can pretty much choose who he wants to have out there. And then Jair Alexander is probably going to be on Robert Woods at Cooper Cup. I think Cooper Cup is questionable, but I'm, I'm guessing he's going to play unless just they, he has a major setback for them. So look for whoever... Jair is not on to be getting lots of targets, and it'll probably be Kevin King. And just with Kevin King, you know, you kind of have to live with the ups and downs. make might get beat sometimes just because he's getting thrown at a lot. So hopefully King can hold up there. And then just for this game, I thought some of the special teams stuff was interesting. So the Rams have been middle of the road as far as field goal percentage, so that could come into play if this is a close game. They've actually been really bad in punt coverage, so maybe that could help on Austin. Uh, Johnny Hecker is one of the best punters in the NFL as far as you know, net average and kicking it deep. And for the Packers, Mason Crosby has been perfect this year with field goals. Hopefully that continues. They have struggled a lot in punt and kick coverage. It's been pretty well documented. The Packers special team struggles. And another thing, J.K. Scott has had some very poor outings and poor conditions with the weather, so with the win tomorrow, you know, hopefully, you don't see JK Scott on the field that much, anyways, because hopefully, the Packers will be scoring two days. But that's something to keep in mind. And uh, for my bull prediction for this game, I think that Packers are going to get at least two turnovers from Jared Goff. He does have some questionable decision making from time to time, and I think uh, especially the safeties maybe Adrian Amos or Savage will get some turnovers. And I think the Packers will win twenty-seven twenty-four. I don't expect it to be a super high scoring game just because of how good the Rams defense is. But I think in the end, I trust Rogers more than Goff to make plays when it comes. And I think the Packers are hungrier. I think they're, I think they're hungry to get to the super Bowl, and they're a little bit more rested and healthy than the Rams. So that's why I think.
0: Yeah. A uh, great job as always uh, breaking down. Uh, things for the game and uh just to kind of finish up for this game and then we'll move to the game other game on saturday uh another thing i want to mention as far as this game before i get to my bold prediction and my prediction for the game the packers obviously will be, will be the home team in this matchup so in the regular season they are seven and one at home uh and they're really good on the road too but they'll be the home team obviously so they'll be they they're uh, six games over 500 uh, at home. Uh, and then the road record for the Rams will be the road team in this matchup. So they are four and four. So uh, they're much better uh, at home and they won't be at home uh, the rest of the way because because uh, I believe uh, matchup-wise uh, they would probably not play at home again uh, unless maybe they would uh, face – no, they, they won't be at home if they would face the Buccaneers. Uh, because I believe the Bucks are the fifth seed, but uh, that's kind of how, how it plays out there. And then the Packers are on a six game winning streak. And then the Rams are in a, they've lost, or they've won their last one. Uh, so that's that. And then the opening line and the current line is seven uh, for the Packers uh, favored. Uh, so It should be a pretty close game, and I would expect uh, the kind of Rams recipe for success offensively to be, like you mentioned, Mark, uh, trying to get Cam Akers going. Uh, He rushed for, I believe, 130-some yards last week against Seattle, so uh, that that will be uh, certainly their their number one focus uh, going into this one. I mean, it has multiple benefits to it. You rush it well with him. You have long, sustained drives. You keep Aaron Rodgers and company on the sideline for the Packers, and you likely score some points. Uh, and then also it takes the stress off of Jared Goff, uh, and, and he doesn't have to make as many throws uh, with the banged-up thumb. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, uh, but that'll probably their their number one recipe for success. Although the danger is the Packers get off to an early lead, like they have in a lot of their games this year, and then the Rams have to throw up more. And then you kind of take Cam Akers. I mean, he's probably a pretty good receiving back, too. uh, But he's more of a rushing back, uh, as most running backs are. They're more for running than catching. uh, But that's kind of uh, something to be looking out for. And I would expect, Mark, you mentioned about whether the kicking game as far as that goes to be maybe a focus in this one, or maybe a determination in, in who's going to win. Uh, and in any football game, it's no different in this one is who can score more in the red zone. Who's going to put up more points in the red zone, all the, or, or as the Packers call it, the gold zone, as Nathaniel Hackett, their offensive coordinator likes to say, And uh, they have kind of the, the mantra of calling it the gold zone, uh, which is awesome. So, uh, that is uh, that and so it'll be interesting to see Packers hopefully they can bend not break give up if they're going to give up points give up field goals uh not touchdowns and then Packers hopefully they have more touchdowns than field goals I would say if the Packers are kicking more field goals then the Rams probably have a better chance of of pulling off the upset but if it's where the Packers are scoring more touchdowns then I think the Packers are going to win uh so Getting to my bold prediction, I think that Alan Lazard will have one touchdown and 70 yards in this game. I think there will be a lot of attention on Devontae Adams, and rightly so. So they'll have to have other playmakers step up, like Mark is mentioning, with other guys. And I think one of those guys will be Alan Lazard. I think he'll have a good game. He's not only good in the receiving game, but also watch out for him in the uh, running game, too. He's a very good blocking receiver and uh, definitely uh, kind of an all-around uh, pretty nice talent uh, for the Packers in his own right. So I'm going to go with the Packers winning 31-20. to I think that the Packers are the number one seed for a reason. They're going to get to the N- NFC Championship game. Hopefully, knock on wood. And uh, we have an NFC Championship game where the Packers are hosting it from Lambeau Field. So we'll hope for the best, although I will say the Rams uh, are are pr- pretty pretty good in their own right. I mean, the, I would expect them to to not win this game, but they're also no slouch. Uh, they they do have some uh, different playmakers. They have probably a very underrated tandem at receiver with Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, and then Cam Akers, a fantastic rookie, and a few other players on offense. And then uh, defensively, they have, they have some players as well with Floyd and. Donald and Ramsey and and others, uh, too. So it should be a good uh, matchup. And uh, correction, correcting myself earlier uh, from what I said, I believe if the Rams and the Buccaneers win, then the Rams might host that game uh, seeding-wise. But I don't think that that'll turn out that way. I think it'll be a different uh, scenario with the Packers, hopefully winning and advancing uh, to the NFC Championship and then whoever in the other uh, matchup between the Saints and the Buccaneers. But without further ado, I do want to get moving along to the Bills and Ravens game. So I'm going to take a short audio break, and then we will break that one down. So that's coming up after this short audio break. Moving ahead and closing out another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Ed Van Handel, and in the first portion of this episode, Mark uh, Trunk, my special guest, and I previewed the Packer game versus the Rams. And in this portion, we will close it out with the second game of the Saturday day action for NFL divisional while or divisional weekend, and it will be the game between the Ravens and the bills. So that one will be the night cap and it should be a pretty good game, uh, between both teams. Baltimore, uh, is 11 and five. That's what they finished in the regular season. And then they won last week against the Titans to get to this point. And then the bills 13 and three, uh, and they, Defeated the Colts to get to this point. So they are the host in this matchup. So it will be played in Orchard Park. uh, And certainly one of the many very intriguing, uh, good environments to watch an NFL game from. Uh, The Bills fans always bring it. And uh, they'll be uh, rowdy, although it'll be obviously due to COVID. It'll be uh, where it's limited, but they still can make an atmosphere out of it. And then it'll be on NBC, and the game time is 7.15 p.m. Central Time. So some of the ranks, uh, the Bills are top four in every rank uh, except for rushing yards. And then the Ravens are top seven in rushing yards, points, and third down percentage. And then passing yards are 32nd and total yards are 19th. And then on the flip side, the Ravens are top 10 in all categories defensively, while the Bills are kind of in the middle portion of the league uh, throughout uh, ranks there. The Bills will be the home team, so they are 7-1 and one at home uh, in the regular season. The Ravens will be the road team. They are 6-2 and two on the road. Bills are on a six-game winning streak. The Ravens are on a five-game winning streak. The Favorites is the Bills by two and a half. And I'm assuming normally when it's kind of a push, they uh, give the favorite to the home team. And they usually say two and a half, three points uh, for that. So both teams are on incredible winning streaks uh, and they are getting hot at the right time. So it'll be kind of a battle uh, between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. And we'll kind of see who can outduel the other. Uh, Both are. Two of the top uh, quarterbacks in the NFL as far as just quarterbacks in general, but young quarterbacks, uh, blossoming stars. I mean, Lamar won the MVP last year, and Josh Allen was in the MVP Although He probably won't win it. Aaron Rodgers will probably win it for the Packers. Uh, but he's definitely very capable to be really good in the NFL, and he has been, and he probably will continue to be. So, It'll be interesting to see kind of the chess match between Brian Dable, uh, the offensive coordinator for the Bills, and Don Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator for the Ravens. Uh, Kind of see see how they uh, duel each other. I know that Dable's gotten some head coaching interest from other teams uh, as far as that goes, so we'll see if he's able to land a job uh, in the head coaching uh, field. As far as the NFL, uh, I mean, he's a great coordinator, but he might be a head coach uh, someday. So it'll be interesting to see that. Uh, But right now, the focus at hand is the game and and the rest of the season for the Bills. So I would say the Bills, uh, I would probably predict them to win this game 27 to 23. I'm going to go, I think it's going to be a close game. My bold prediction is Devin Singletary has over a hundred yards rushing and a touchdown. So I think that he is a key part of the game rushing wise, because it came out this week that Zach Moss, the other running back for the Bills, uh, those are probably their top two and then maybe a few others, but those are their main two. Uh, Zach Moss won't be playing the rest of the season because of an injury, I believe, uh, so that will hurt the bills uh but they did sign i believe they signed a veteran uh, running back uh, to a to a deal uh to kind of have uh as far as that goes in addition to singletary but uh, i i believe that uh singletary will, will have a good game and uh that would be one of the many keys to the bills win although i could see uh the Ravens getting the job done as well. But I'm gonna go with the Bills, give them a slight edge. So Mark, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, so for when the Bills have the ball, uh, Josh Allen, he's been pretty much a one man wrecking crew for their whole offense this year between running and throwing. And I think that'll give the Ravens some problems with him being so mobile and having to respect his, his running. Like you were saying Adam, earlier, Zach Moss' injury kind of hurts the depth of the Bills, so they're going to need Devin Singletary to step up. They don't really have a prolific running game or anything like that, but it's still good to have a – somebody who can make the defense respect the run game. And it's a really great matchup between the Ravens' D-line and the Buffaloes the – Ravens' defensive line and Buffalo's offensive line. Ravens have uh, – Calais Campbell, Brandon Williams, Matt Judon, a lot of good pass rushers, and then the Buffalo offensive line has been pretty solid this year as far as not allowing sacks and uh, just opening up uh, good running lanes as well, and I'm really excited to see the Ravens defensive backs versus the Buffalo receivers, Uh, Marlon Humphreys and Marcus Peters are pretty tough physical corners that usually give receivers problems, and the Bills have a lot of speed receivers like Stefan Diggs and Cole Beasley, so it'll see it'll be interesting to see who wins that matchup, and uh, I think whoever does will probably have a good chance of win the game. And Calais Campbell and Brandon Williams are not healthy on the defensive line for the Ravens, so they're much stronger up front. They did have, I think it was probably the middle part of the season where their run defense was not as good, and they're kind of getting gashed. But you saw last week what they did to Derrick Henry and the Titans. So I, I don't expect them to give up much in the running game against the Bills. I think the red zone will likely decide this game. Buffalo's been pretty good in the red zone this year. They were great last week. So kicking field goals is probably not going to be in their favor, especially going up against Lamar Jackson. And uh, when the Ravens had the ball, I was actually surprised. They did a a good job of coming back last week. They're really not built to come from big deficits that they're in. But uh, I'm sure they want to get out to a better start this week because the Bills' offense is better than the Titans'. Lamar Jackson has definitely heated up the last several weeks after struggling in the middle part of the season. So the Bills are going to have to be disciplined as far as keeping their rush lanes and not letting him escape out of the pocket. I wouldn't be surprised if they have a a spy for him just to make sure he doesn't you know, have any huge runs. And the Ravens are very physical up front. They really have a good running combination with JK Dobbins and Gus Edwards. Dobbins is more of the speed guy. Gus Edwards is the power guy. And the Colts had a pretty decent day last week running against Buffalo's run defense. And overall for the year, Buffalo's run defense hasn't been very good. So I think that's a big advantage for the Ravens. And as far as the Ravens passing game, I don't see them get much going because their receiving core isn't very good. Other than Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown, although they rave, the Colts tight ends had a good game last week against the Bills, so that could help out with Mark Andrews. But the Bills have a couple of Pro Bowlers with Micah Hyde at safety and Tradavis White at cornerback. So that, I think, should favor the Bills. And then... Buffalo has not been good in the red zone as far as defensive-wise, and Baltimore has been good. So that should tilt in Baltimore's favor. And then a couple other uh, – one other thing as far as running quarterbacks, Cam Newton and Kyla Murray did have some pretty good games earlier this year rushing against Buffalo. So that's something to keep an eye out for. And my bull prediction, I will say – or my prediction for the game, I'll say Ravens 28, Bills 27. I think it might end on a Justin Tucker field goal. And uh, bull prediction, I would say that uh, Lamar Jackson might have over 100 yards rushing in this game. I think he might have a couple big runs, and just, just because Buffalo has not been good against the one. That's why I think that. And I think the Ravens will... Be a little bit too tough and physical for the Bills team, so that's why I think they'll come up with the
0: win. Yeah, I think uh, it should be a very intriguing game. I think really all four games this this weekend for divisional playoffs in the NFL should be really close. I mean, you get, you get advancing in the playoffs, and and you get advancing in the playoffs more and more, and the teams that are that are have the staying power to stay in the playoffs and are there uh, staying for a reason. Uh, Obviously there's more uh, potential to have even more close games uh, going forward. So it should be a close uh, game between these two teams. And uh, definitely, I mean, not only the chess match between Brian Dable and Don Wig Martindale, but also, I mean, both, coaches in this, in this matchup are defensive-minded coaches, John Harbaugh for the Ravens and Sean McDermott for the Bills. So we'll have to see how that plays out as well. And I just think that it should be a game where, where it could go, come down to the last possession uh, and both teams should be looking to run the ball heavily uh, with their quarterbacks uh, who can do it and the, the running backs as well. Uh, that running back that I mentioned that the Buffalo Bills signed is Devonta Freeman. Uh, so he got signed uh, to a contract. So the former uh, Atlanta Falcon, uh, and then he had a few other stops uh, with other teams as well uh, after the fact. But uh, he'll be uh, part of the mix, or he should be uh, coming uh, into this game because I mean, why else would you sign him? If I mean, he's going to play, I would imagine. Otherwise, there's no point in signing him. So that is kind of that. And I think that uh, both teams are really kind of motivated to move, move ahead in in, in uh, like any team in, in the playoffs and last weekend for the matchup, super wildcard weekend was great. I think it's a great idea by the NFL. And I think that they should keep doing it. Divisional weekend should be even better. And then you get even better from there going forward. So, uh, both teams have really solid receivers as well. Uh, the Ravens with Willie Sneed, Marquise Hollywood-Brown, Des Bryant, Bills, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, and others. Uh, so pretty good offenses, fairly good defenses, should be a good matchup. Again, I got the Bills by four uh, winning uh, in a close one. And uh, that's kind of our take uh, for that matchup. And... Uh, it should, it should be a, a very fun game. So that about do it, though, for another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Handel. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you missed any of my previous episodes, you can go back in the episode log uh, for Big A Sports Show and listen to them back. And then all my future episodes, I'm always hit, trying to hit a wide variety of sports topics uh, for my podcast and uh, always looking for a consistent listenership. The listening support's been great so far. I look forward to to get even better and uh, always looking to do well with this podcast but also improve uh, as much as possible Uh, there's always room for improvement no matter what uh, i feel so i hope that you've enjoyed another episode of big a sports show i hope that you enjoyed the games this weekend and be paying attention in addition to everything else i have for my podcast also uh coming up we will be doing another uh episode uh and posting it for the sunday uh games in the nfl so that will be coming up as well. So another edition, a big A sports show, available anywhere your podcast. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel.